Hi, I'm David Cogswell. I'm here in Svalbard in the Arctic Circle with Heidi Norling, the captain of the National Geographic Resolution, and this is Insider Travel Report. Heidi, it's great to see you today. Thank you. It's an honor to talk to you. Uh, Thank you. Are you feeling good today? Absolutely. We are in a, in a stunning place today. Oh, absolutely. Um, not, I think not so many people know much about uh, Svalbard. Um, can you tell us a little bit why, uh, why this is a great place to go? And I believe on this trip we've done some things that Lindblad has never done. Maybe, maybe nobody has ever done. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. So Svalbard is, of course, unique with its location being so far north, close to 80 north. And uh, it's a very pristine, beautiful nature up here, glaciers. We are now up here early in the season in, in March. Uh, March. It was already that the sun was coming back. And now we are here in April and it's already midnight sun. It's quite amazing to have the daylight 24-7. And this gives us unique opportunities to scout and to go into the different fjords, different locations, look for wildlife. Of course, polar bears are high on the list for that. But there are also other species, animals, seals and narwhals. And we are looking for everything that moves, um, Arctic foxes, reindeer. Well, we have seen some of them on this trip. And I, this is the first time this early in the season. Um, I think we've done some things that have not been done specifically on this tour. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, so the Limblad ships have been coming up here for, for many years and uh, normally later in the season, which means that there is less ice. And now we are here when still there is fast ice in many of the fjords. And actually yesterday we were in Hornsund, so we were actually able to walk on the fast ice. Amazing. Now this uh, ship is Lindblad's 10th ship and was built from the ground up, which is very special. And I know uh, everybody involved in all the aspects was able to have input into how it was done, uh, which is evident when you come on this ship, how just brilliant it is. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that design and some of the ways that this ship is particularly special? Yes, so this ship was built in Norway, in, in Ulsteinvik, and it was quite a lot of uh, preparations before the, the build. And Captain Leif Skog, who has been captain many years on board the National Geographic Explorer, he's also the vice president nautical for the company. He, with his experience from operations, especially in the Arctic and Antarctic areas, wanted a ship that was strong, that could handle ice. So this is now a Polar Class 5 ship. It means that the hull is reinforced above the waterline a few meters and down the whole hull below. There was discussion about the propulsion and it was decided that there would be acipods on the ship. So these are pulling propellers that you actually can turn the ship 360 degrees around her own axis. And it's a very smooth way of, of maneuvering the ship because you have so many possibilities. It's also custom made that for easy and very fast zodiac operations to get the guests as soon as possible out in the zodiacs, out in the nature, 
on the landing or on the Zodiac tour. Um, that there are two garage where you can open up and lower the boats close to the water surface. You can do two sides at the time. And uh, there are also penguin gates, we call them. That's uh, the ones we used uh, yesterday. So we open one or two gates in the forward of the ship if we are parked in ice. And then we have easy access at a lower level to come directly out on the ice. And of course, the bridge is also high-tech with a lot of useful equipment. We have a special ice radar. We have a sonar so we can enter areas where there is poorly charted waters. And we can go with slow speed. We can use the sonar to scan off and actually in a safe way go in where there is not enough soundings and that makes us able to come closer, go into places where other ships usually don't go. And that is great. It is great. And as a passenger, I would add the interior design is exquisite. It's hard to believe it. Um, it's the, the open glassiness of, of the ship is really amazing. And everything I found in the cabins and so forth is just so perfect. I'm amazed. I can I sense the, the design expertise in there. Um, I'm always curious uh, with people who uh, choose a profession out in the wilderness, essentially, most, uh, most people live near cities, uh, are confined indoors most of the time. So uh, I'm always curious what leads a person to a profession that most of your working life is way out of, from all of that. Can you talk a little bit about your path and how you got here? Well, it actually started in a sailing boat with my father and uh, he's a retired electrician. We would be in Stockholm Archipelago and the water is not so clear. And he would always say we didn't need a chart because we knew the waters and suddenly, boom, we would run aground. And this happened a couple of times, not that many, but enough for me not to feel comfortable. So when I was always sitting with the chart, I was 12 or 13. And then my father kind of realized that I should do this navigational class, evening class, just to have like some kind of knowledge how to read a chart and set a position. And I said, I want to do it too. <laughs> and I was actually the one who called and, and said that we would join the, the course because that was before internet and all those things. <laughs> and so that's how it started, the interest in navigation. And um, I knew that I wanted to travel because my parents were from north of Norway. They didn't travel much. We always went to Norway on our summer vacations. When you are a young teenager, you're not so perhaps interested in going up to a farm with goats in the mountains. Now I'm very happy for it. But um, I wanted to see something more. I wanted to travel. I wanted to see other cultures, other languages, eat other foods, see, see places I had not seen. So when I became older myself and started to travel, I found that this was something I really wanted to do. And uh, yes, and I haven't changed or regretted that decision. But of course, working on a cargo ship is completely different working on an expedition ship. And luckily, I had the opportunity to try um, to go to an expedition ship. And that was actually the National Geographic uh, Endeavor. 
I was there just to fill in as a position for a short while, and that's how I got in contact uh, with uh, Zodiac Cruising, going to remote places where no one ever went, um, going as close as possible to the shallows instead of far away. <laughs> and uh, I loved it, but at that point I thought that it was perhaps not so convenient for my private life, so I worked on a ferry instead. But then destiny kind of wanted me to get on this path. I think I have a little traveler's gene in me. <laughs> so when I got an offer to go to another expedition ship for another company, I actually said yes. So that's what I decided to do. And here I am. Here you are, and here we are. We're grateful <laughs> for you that we have you as our captain. It's been a great experience here. So thank you very much for visiting with us today. And this is David Cogswell for Insider Travel Report. So long. <laughs>